0: Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. We
1: have the glorious task that we gave ourselves of (laughs) um, discussing the Golden Globes that happened this past Sunday and giving our thoughts and opinions on the show. But first we have TV news um, Jordan, what do you have for us this week?
0: Well, they dropped a lot of updates about White Lotus casting for season three. That was all very exciting. Although it was hard to kind of sift through what is the Dumois blind item and what is what is like <laughs> confirmed. Because Yes, I agree. Yes. Confirmed is Parker Posey, Jason Isaacs. Michelle Monaghan, I believe,
1: and I think Leslie
0: Bibb. Oh yeah, Leslie Bibb. Some of the ones that haven't been confirmed, as far as I know, are that are on the blind item, which I'm looking at, is Carrie Coon, Woody Harrelson. I haven't heard any yeah, peep haven't about seen that, that. Com-
1: confirmed.
0: Um, the one I'm waiting for is Amy Lou Wood from Sex Education. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, I feel like she's too random to be fake almost in this blind item. Like, Mm -hmm. why would they include her? Like, that's really she's not that famous except for those sex ed heads of us out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's the last I've heard. Have you heard anything else? The only other person I will add is that
1: I think it was confirmed that Natasha Rothwell's character is returning, which I think we already kind of knew.
0: But it's also muddled together. I thought that, that we already knew that, too. But I at this point, I'm confused. And it's been a while now. I don't
1: know. What was rumor? What is real?
0: Mm-hmm. I did also see that yeah. there's, like, some famous Thai actors and actresses that were added to the cast, which I'm hoping will be similar to, like, all the 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 Italian cast members from season two. Oh, yeah. Which will be fun. That's cool. I'm seated. That's for sure. Oh, yeah.
1: Something that I feel like is worth just mentioning is that it was announced that um, Letterboxd is going to start allowing people to log TV shows. And I have mixed feelings about it because I love our TV time and I love being a TV time head. Mm-hmm. But it re- Letterboxd is a lot more user friendly.
0: <laughs> so I, I'm struggling with this news. I don't know how to feel about it. I feel weird about it, too. It, and it, my first thought was, wow, TV time is pooping their pants right now because yeah, they have so, so many more people use Letterboxed than TV time. And you can log movies on TV time. And I don't, I like to keep it separate, you know, I kind of like having, I like to keep it separate too. So, so I'm interested to see how the separation is on
1: Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Can I have like a movie diary and a TV show diary?
0: Yeah, the user experience will be very interesting to see what it's Mm -hmm. like. And I like the discussion boards on TV time. Love, love, love. Hmm. But yeah, that is actually true. The comments on Letterboxd are almost hidden. It's different. Yes, it's it's very hard to see a comment. Mm -hmm. And TV time is different because it really is message board style. Whereas like Letterboxd comments are... It's like you're commenting on someone's Facebook post or Instagram post or something, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's about Mm -hmm. that first poster, whereas TV time really is like just a bunch of randos commenting on this one episode of a TV show, which is fun. Yeah. So actually kind of different roles. It'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Mm hmm. Um, I was very shocked to see the announcement that Hacks season 3 is premiering in the, like this spring. I was too because when have they filmed it? No w- clue. Wasn't there a writer strike? No clue when they filmed it. I thought it was unknown if we were even getting another season or if that was like the series finale. I thought it was I'm pretty sure we knew that they were coming back for a third season. Oh, okay. I But totally yeah, I forgot. just
1: was surprised to see that it was this soon. And, it, and I thought it was interesting that they even made an announcement that just says spring. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Just don't tell us anything until you have a date, please. Or at least a month. What is spring? spring. I don't even know. <laughs> Especially when, like, you know. We don't really
0: have that in Utah. <laughs> True. It's like, we're also in January. Spring is not that far away. Like, I think the first day of no. spring technically is, like, the end of March, right? Don't quote me on that it's either but like march april you know that's not that's like mm-hmm. two months you don't have a, a premiere date yeah maybe if it was like fall, weird fall that would be far enough away that you could get away with just saying a season yeah but no but all that all that complaints to say i'm very excited same um january 12th
1: killers of a flower moon is going to be available to watch on apple tv plus mm. and i'm excited about that for everyone who didn't get to see it in theaters
0: yeah that is that truly really is such a big win for apple to have it on mm-hmm. their streamer because i bet a lot of people are going to reactivate
1: very smart watch it. smart timing too yes award season
0: mm-hmm. um I saw that Netflix confirmed that uh, Guillermo del Toro's Frankenstein movie that is going to be a Netflix original that is starring Chris- Oscar Isaac, Christoph Waltz, Mia Goth, and previously Andrew Garfield, but who has now been replaced by Jacob Elordi. Can't wait. I, I'm more of an Andrew Garfield Head than a, a Lordy head. But as we know and have we've discussed, I'm very pro Jacob Elor, jacob Lordy now. Mm-hmm. um But I just thought it was so funny. There were like rumor tweets that was like, oh, like Jacob Lordy may be replacing Andrew Garfield. And then Netflix goes ahead and posts like this cast list. And I was like, okay, I guess it's mm-hmm. official. Confirmed. And also no date. They just say coming soon. I guess they haven't even filmed it yeah. yet. So that's kind of a funny way to. It makes it sound like it's like. On Netflix next month. It's just a little vague, but oh well. Yeah. But yeah. Still excited. I Haven't seen know. Oscar Isaac in a hot minute, I feel like. Since um I know, since Scenes Marriage. Yeah. Scenes from a marriage. Yeah.
1: Um, this isn't really news, but I just feel like we have a TV podcast. I should talk about the phenomenon that, that is Real Housewives of Salt Lake City from this that episode that aired this last week and just say it was as good as the internet is saying and if you've never watched Real Housewives of anything just start with this last season I feel like it's worth it (laughs) the payoff was worth it um I watched the first season of Real Housewives and then didn't watch the other two and now I've been watching the fourth one and it was a fun day on the internet has been a fun week on the internet and my I tip my hat to Andy Cohen, and it's just like I always forget that he is like he is bravo, and it's just like so interesting to remember
0: that mm-hmm, because I think of him as like him his himself first, like his personality, yeah, his persona, and just like hosting his his late night show mm-hmm. kind of thing also like. People always, the person they always talk about being the busiest in Hollywood is Ryan Seacrest, but Andy Cohen's actually busier. He has to moderate all of those reunions on all Bravo shows that are like three episodes yes. long. He hires everybody. Yes. It sounds like he has to talk to them off, like behind the scenes and like they text him all the time. Manages drama. Yes. He has two kids. He has watch what happens live every weeknight. Mm-hmm. that's pretty he's a deadhead he's friends <laughs> with John Mayer he's got a whole lot deadhead I mean honestly just <laughs> being a deadhead actually takes up a lot of it's your a time job yes. um I have to say I'm that is very good intel to know that you don't have to be caught up to start and and enjoy the season because you know what Jen Shaw is the episodes I've seen she is overwhelming and I don't get joy out of watching the fights between the mm-hmm. other girls mm-hmm. and Jen Shaw women, I guess they're kind of old. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and so I've been more intrigued without, cause I just feel like I don't, I think that's parts of not all cities of real houses are created equal. And I, I've been learning as I like follow and listen to more podcasts and stuff like lost coach that were, they, dissect a lot of real housewives stuff and i'm like oh there is more there than just like one kind of like kingpin person that stomps all over all the other housewives in the season Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. more than that and that is sounds a lot more fun than just watching like jen shaw yell at everyone all the time you know and so it kind of it really seems like this season from what i've seen online the other the other housewives are really shining without her there and it's out, yes. it's more compelling to me, and from what I've seen about this season finale, people are saying it's like best all time Housewives seasons, and there has been probably like fifty Housewives seasons, so that's that's fighting words. That's pretty amazing. That is,
1: it truly truly is, and yeah, I never expected it to be out of Little Salt Lake City, but here it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Even without even watching, I've loved the memes so i'm on board yeah
1: if you if you ever need a show and you want to dabble i say just start with season four of real housewives of salt lake city and just see what it's about because the whole season was really good and yeah and like i said you really like you already know what happened to jen shaw you don't Mm -hmm. need that much background they will always do like flashbacks if they're referring back to something that happened so perfect if, if it were a Marvel, it would have the stamp
0: of, you don't need to have seen the previous <laughs> 60. Uh, that Pretty is cool. my favorite my favorite recurring bit. Because <laughs> it's so silly, but honestly, also helpful. Truly. <laughs> and maybe. And like, Bravo should take note of that, too. I feel like the, between the Salt Lake stuff and all the Vanderpump Rules scandal drama and stuff, it's mm-hmm. like... Tell us where we should start that we don't need all the context, but we would still enjoy this or something, you know? Yes.
1: And I would say if your show is that good, then if you start later on, you'll like it so much that you'll go back and fill in all the episodes Mm -hmm. you didn't watch. So true. But yeah, that was my last piece of news.
0: Hmm. I have a, my last piece of news is a sad one that i think we all knew was inevitable but minx was officially canceled at stars oh sad i know if it had gone literally anywhere else that would have been better yeah i don't even know what else is on stars well but i hope no. that they wrapped up the last season
1: in a way that makes it okay if it was canceled you know yeah what's the new girl new girl's guidance name again
0: the only name we need is Nick Miller.
1: <laughs> Nick Miller. Um I hope his new Hulu movie does well in this case so that
0: oh yeah he can be in
1: something that does good. Um okay, so for our top 3, we are just going to we've each chosen our the 3 things we want to highlight or discuss that happened during the Golden Globes on Sunday.
0: Uh, Jordan what do you want to start with okay my number three is talking about presenters obviously presenters are are not created equal there's usually confusing weird ones um, which for me was personally did you watch when America Ferreira and Kevin Costner were presenting together and I was like did you practice this at all this was on my list my note okay. says can
1: Kevin Costner read like uh, it literally, uh, I was, was so, so confused what was happening, and I've like seen news things about it now, and I'm like, were we supposed to be like heartfelt? Like, was that supposed to be like special? Like, I understood what they were trying to do, but Kevin Costner seemed like he was high or like couldn't read. Had a concussion, or, like, didn't know what was going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. something was wrong. I really was like, was is slaying? this man okay?
0: She, yeah, she was adorable, looked beautiful, was kind of making sense even though he i was like does does this man need an ambulance (laughs) i was like it's actually kind of offensive to her monologue like are you making fun of her famous monologue or something also i did see a headline (laughs) this was supposed to be about my favorite presenters but we might as well just get into complaints (laughs) as well but um I saw a headline last night on Twitter that was like, Kevin Costner recites America Ferreira's iconic Barbie monologue and I was like, No, he did not. He didn't. That's not what he Don't did at lie. all. Like, actually it was literally the opposite of that. He said, Oh, you know, when you talked about it, it's impossible to be a woman <laughs> <laughs> I was like that's like literally the most coherent thing he said. It was so weird. Uh, um so yeah that was a low point of presenters for me and this is not including joe coy's opening monologue which was truly like well i think we'll get to that because
1: i was, I was like I'll, having I'll an anxiety one
0: okay perfect perfect i'm talking about like the award presenters um but then there were others that were like kind of magical uh Kristen Wiig and will ferrell are literally perfection every time they present an award they're so hilarious literally and, like, naturally enjoyable to watch. Not like, oh, ha, ha that yeah, that's kind of funny, you know? Like, mm-hmm. just, like, not painful. They're actively hilarious. And so I they were probably my favorite of the night. But I also was really into when um, Haley Steinfeld and Shamik Moore and Daniel Kaluuya, right, when they're paired up for the Spider-Man stuff. And their bit was really funny where they're like, oh, we're going to read this as though executives wrote it. And they were like terrible, like AI sounding awful scripts. And I was like, see, that is really funny. It's like witty and they're pulling it off. And I really, I really liked that. I thought that was very cute. And also the right kind of kind of like mean. (laughs) Totally. The right kind. Yes, totally. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Yeah, I love that one too. Um, And honestly, I just feel like the women held the show together. is how I felt also. Like um who was on, who was on stage with Hunter Schafer?
0: Do you remember? It was the guy from This Is Us. Oh, I uh, yes, thought it yes, was yes, Glenn yes, Powell. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny too. <laughs> that was really funny. Did you um, see Glenn Powell reposted that?
1: No. I but was that was like, really funny. Good
0: job, Glenn Powell. You go, again, Glenn Coco Powell. Because <laughs> pal, pal. he <laughs> How now, Glenn Powell? Um, I actually have—I have to look it up because I was like, you know what? This guy is a good sport because he—he he, like posted the screenshot of Hollywood Reporter calling a picture of Justin Hartley Glenn Powell, and he was like, "This is the perfect time to announce that Justin Hartley and I will be starring in the most boring body swap movie of all time." <laughs> That's funny, and so I—I I, I thought that was good. So, okay, anyway. I like that. Well, I feel
1: like Justin Hartley was boring, blah, and not good. But Hunter Schaefer was, like, killing it. He was giving her nothing. Yeah. Like, Angela Bassett and um, Jared Leto. It was like Jared Leto's whole bit was failing because he was actually not doing what he was saying he was supposed to be doing. And Angela Bassett was, like, doing that. So, like, it just, like, it was confusing. But the presenters and their bits... Definitely. I also loved when Issa was like standing on the wrong side of the microphone. That was funny.
0: Yeah. Okay. I I was going to talk to you about this because I thought that that was, I thought she and Simu were really cute and good. Yeah.
1: They, they Isa
0: Issa is going to be, she's always the best like ad libber. She's just a genius. So she was definitely carrying and made Simu look good. But sometimes he is just so awkward and he actually didn't come off as awkward. I thought he came off as cute and normal, which I thought was great for him. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs>
1: um. Okay. Well, then I feel like we have to talk about the host and how terrible yeah. he was. Uh-huh. I I really don't have anything else to add. I just like. Hated every second he was on stage. Like everyone in the crowd was hiding from him because every single thing he he said was rude. Like I think a host can definitely roast people and it can be funny, but like when that's the only thing you're doing, that's not going to work. And the, like the audience doesn't want you to even start saying their name because they're terrified. Mm -hmm. And it was very clear that everyone in the audience was uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable at home by myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Everything was bad.
0: I don't know. There's plenty of hosts that I haven't liked. It, like, I feel like almost it's the norm that you're kind of like, wah-wah about the host, even if yeah they're not. That's just how it is. Like, it's kind of a no-win situation. But this was the worst I've ever seen in my life of just, like, nothing landing. It was not mm-hmm. – it wasn't funny. And, like, the jokes were just so basic at best, It was so
1: embarrassing. Like, I thought... Previously, I thought that, like, the worst a host can be is boring. And now I know, like, oh, no. A host can literally just be straight up bad.
0: Yeah. The rest of the night, he should have just been like, and here's so-and-so. And, and, like, not even make a joke. No. It was truly horrible.
1: Very interesting. I mean, I do feel kind of bad for him today.
0: (laughs) But, I mean, like, (laughs) that was, like, the first time some people were ever seeing him. That's the thing. I didn't even know who he was.
1: Jordan had to tell me that that was Chelsea Handler's ex-boyfriend.
0: Yeah. Who, I feel like I'd seen videos of him before, and he was funny.
1: He said he just had an off night, but I'm like,
0: (laughs) for every one of your jokes to bomb, I don't know if that's how it works. Seriously. Well, and I didn't really pick up on this while I was watching it, because I think I was just, like, had my head... Like, my hands on my temples being like, I can't believe that this is real, that I'm actually watching this go down. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I didn't see until the tweets later where it's like, wow, and he not only did he suck, he also threw his riders under the bus, like, three yeah. times or something. And that was really gross, too. And it was just so, like, it was so painful every time he was like, oh, no one's laughing, <laughs> like... Like, it was, it was literally as bad as watching when one of the, like, a queen flop and bomb on a stand-up challenge on Drag Race. Like, it was, it was, like, that bad. And he is a professional comedian. Yeah. He's literally paid to be there. Yes.
1: On Drag Race, they're not even really being paid.
0: No. And they're not, they're not stand-up comedians. Like,
1: no, like, they're, they're they're not professionals trying to be taken as a professional and this guy supposedly is i thought it was so funny yeah. there was a like commercial for him coming to salt lake in the middle oh. of during one of the commercials and i was like "Oh my bad gosh. timing bad timing they probably thought he was going to do well and that was going to be a good placement yeah. for that commercial but
0: oh my gosh well now he has material for his own work for years <laughs> yeah i guess so do you you know what i am also remembering do you remember though when um they were even better than he was last night when anne hathaway and james franco hosted the oscars <laughs> <laughs> i completely forgot about that and it really was sad to see because they fl- flopped and i remember no one laughed at their jokes either most of the time <laughs> but they they're not standout comedians so it's still no. worse what he was doing yeah and yeah, it was it was truly terrible.
1: Lessons were learned, I hope.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Okay, what's your number two?
0: Okay, I my number two thing is, um, the social elements that were happening out in the the mm. so, sorry the social activities happening out in the crowd. Yes, I yes, mean yes. obviously. I think it what's just what's extra fun about the Golden Globes even though they are honestly very ridiculous. They are ridiculous awards. But you get really like natural human experiences happening to celebrities out in the crowd. Obviously we have to talk about the best one which was Selena and Taylor and Kelly Teller, luckiest <laughs> girl in America, um <laughs> gossiping in the crowd allegedly about kylie jenner saying that selena couldn't take a picture with timothy <laughs> <laughs> which like and if that's I think, true that's
1: hilarious i think i saw that selena said that that's not what it was like she confirmed yeah. that it wasn't but i'm like but I of course she would <laughs> the word like i i've watched the video so many times and it literally it seems like that's exactly what's happening
0: yeah i believe it's like so stupid and i can see kylie jenner being like no and, ma- and i can also see selena being really offended by that you know and mm-hmm. like being all drama queen to her friends not thinking that the world would explode over it you know Mm-hmm. well but it's those just are like, like real so gossip funny. faces i'm so curious like do
1: they get a heads up beforehand like hey fyi we still have cameras rolling in the audience like between between uh Uh, awards and like during commercial breaks Mm -hmm. i don't really know i'm assuming that they do and like someone like taylor is very used to that because like these kinds of things happen to her almost every single award show she goes to like there's a camera Mm -hmm. just filming her every single move i had forgotten that uh selena and timmy were in that wonder wheel movie the like woody allen movie together oh like they've been in a movie together and like i i On TikTok, I saw, like, there was a time where they, like, both went on Instagram live together and were, like, talking to each other on Instagram live. What? And I feel like I remember watching that when it happened, like, years ago. And so, like, it was even more interesting and sad.
0: Yeah, she's like, this is my friend. Yeah. That is so funny. I 100% forgot about that movie. And I don't even know if I ever even knew... That Selena was in it.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: wow. think it ever like it barely came out. It like
1: went straight to streaming because I think that's when like shit had already hit the fan, but like it got more serious,
0: I think. Well well remember because um they had like the documentary came out and then it was also during COVID anyway, right? So yeah, just like Yeah. Not not good. But that's very interesting. So we love celebrities. We love to see them in situations we recognize, which is talking shit with your friends about something bananas that just happen and you're pissed about it. And it's really fun to see those facial expressions. And the other one is the other parties in this drama themselves, Timmy and Kylie, <laughs> being like there's no one else in this room let's just have our little conversation it's just it's something that I was thinking about too was that I remember my mom being like oh wait Timothy Chalamet is dating Kylie Jenner and I was like yeah right like it's not confirmed blah 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 and then I also was like that about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and um all of these couples are confirmed, and so it is just kind of wild where we're at now with Timmy and Kylie at all. Let alone them like whispering sweet nothings into each other's ears and like kissing at the table. It's hilarious. It made me uncomfortable to watch. I was like was kind gross. of mortified. It was funny. It was embarrassing. It is funny watching stars. They're just like us. They are embarrassing. They are.
1: So, uh, like, I loved another one. I loved was Bill Hader taking a selfie with taylor clearly amazing. for like his kids
0: amazing speaking of um, bill Hader, i that reminds me of ali wong who also kissed and that actually shook me to my core seeing them kiss when she got her award that was too. like one of the first things that you see
1: yeah and i was like oh they there they are it's real like we've known they're it's real there. well i guess people didn't know they i was surprised to see people on twitter being like what they're dating and i'm like where have you been
0: Literally, it's they like don't reveal that about yourself that you're so out of the loop.
1: Yeah, Um, but how fun would it be to like be dating someone who's also nominated and like they're not just you're like plus one like they're invited too.
0: Yeah, it is cool. Top of their games, well except Ali won and he didn't. Yeah, true. Um, something about Ali Wong was it was also fun seeing well not fun it was rude seeing them get lost on the way up to the stage. (laughs) That was nuts. especially because, like, Beef won at least three awards, mm-hmm. three that I can think of, like big ones, and, um, they sat him all the way in the back. Very interesting choice. Yeah, everyone got lost, but it was. It's also endearing. It's like, wow, even celebrities get lost. <laughs> <laughs> celebrities are just like me. <laughs> um,
1: that one of my i'll just do this as my next one um the seating chart i loved it was just like so interesting to see who was sitting by who um i love jason bateman sitting next to chris messina um <laughs> i like literally screamed when i realized that he chris messina was sitting right there next to him they didn't show and them enough they like only they showed
0: them that one time But i thought to we were lists. gonna get to
1: see them every single one Every single award, because they were right next to the stairs, but then everybody started mm-hmm. going on the other side.
0: Mm-hmm. That's like the zaddy table.
1: Yeah. Um, but also the other zaddy table, um, I guess less zaddy, more sexy. I don't know. Hot Priest and Pedro Pascal. Yes. That was an amazing duo. Loved seeing they- them.
0: Spectacular. And... Pedro rocking that cast, great
1: look, slay, yeah, <laughs> truly a slay. <laughs> um, that's basically those were my two main ones that I was like, wow, yes, I love that they're sitting there. Um, that was basically it. But yeah, moving on. Love it. What's your um, number? 1
0: You know what? My number 1 was going to be Taylor and Selena gossiping in the crowd, but I liked organizing it better where we're just talking about the social interactions. Yeah. Um So now I have to I have to think of another one. My number 1 I'm going to say um the looks. I feel like the looks were on fire this year yeah like everyone looked good there wasn't really a flop in the in the scene of things i might have liked some things better than others i think my favorite yeah. ones taylor's dress was freaking awesome that color green beautiful. and like i usually will not love
1: taylor's looks i will i'm the fr- like i'm pretty harsh when it comes to her style and a lot of times she just like it's always something weird this was yeah. like the best look she's ever had. I feel like it was one of my favorites I've ever seen.
0: It was, it was perfect, very and like a very eye catching but classic. Yeah, style. Um, I loved Issa's like golden diamond look. I think okay. was sparkly. I did. Lo- I love Margot Robbie. I love when she wears a Barbie cosplay.
1: I love it too. Did you I'm see? Gonna miss that so much.
0: I really, yeah, seriously. Did you see that the after party she wore the same dress in black? Loved that. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And something else I loved, I guess I just loved all the sparkly ones, but I really liked Natalie Portman's. Okay. So, so sparkly. Just sparkles all the way down, but in like a floral pattern. And -hmm. when I zoomed in, they were like stars. Mm -hmm. It was so cool. Did you see Jillian Anderson?
1: No, I didn't even know she was there. Vince That's the mom from her. Sex Education, right? Uh huh. Um, her dress had um vaginas embroidered on it, like very subtly. Oh my gosh. She was wearing like a cream dress. It was really pretty, and then yeah, you had to like zoom in, and you could see like it had like cream embroidered vaginas. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I thought that that was really <laughs> funny.
0: I love that. I love that you have to look for it, and I love that it's an homage. I assume yeah. to the show. Yeah. Also, some designs just look like vaginas anyway. It's true. You might as well do it intentionally. Yeah. Wow, I have um, to look that up. That's so amazing. I loved Io. I Ugh. she was
1: one of my top dressed of the night. Beautiful. And top speeches, but
0: Yeah, totally.
1: America Forever was my other one of my faves. I loved her look too. Beautiful. And Dua Lipa. I didn't love Dua Lipa's hair. But I loved her dress.
0: It was. Yeah. See, they're all they're all great.
1: Yeah. I felt like the men, I will say, um, some of them were too tanned. I felt like so many of them were too tanned. And I was Mm. like, it's winter. You don't need to be that tan. Like Bradley Cooper. I was like, you should not be
0: that tan. People are people hate him on Twitter. I know they're like I'm so happy that he lost and that Killian won and I was like why (laughs) I feel like of all the male actors and celebrities out there Bradley Cooper seems harmless so I don't I don't get I don't get it I don't get the hate yeah I don't either
1: very odd I know it's clear it's it I think the tweets I do think are that are kind of funny are like the fact that Bradley Cooper is just like so desperate for like award recognition for his work and Mm -hmm. rarely gets it and so um I do think that that's kind of funny but I I I like I actually I genuinely liked his movie so like I don't agree with the people who like hate on him but I do think that it's kind of funny that he is just like so desperate for that because like your stuff's great on its own
0: and this is such a hard year literally everything is so good it's true. Like, some of these people... Well, I'm even thinking about, like, Barry. It's like, Barry ended and didn't win a thing. Mm-hmm. There's, I keep forgetting there's still the Emmys. We don't really know what's going to happen at the Emmys, but I feel like it's a pretty clear sign that um, Succession's going to take it all.
1: That's my but number Barry's one a comedy. thing to talk about mm-hmm. is Succession. And... So happy. It's so happy and so fun to see our family together again. And just, like, every bit of Kieran, Sarah Snook moments just, like, mm-hmm. made me tear up. I loved it. I missed them. And I think I need to start my annual rewatch. I think it's time.
0: It's the perfect way to not feel too depressed in January. Yeah. It really is.
1: Also, LOL at um, Tom Whamscan's, um Spoiling Succession. That was crazy. I was like, Can hilarious. You do that?
0: I was like, you know, I mean, a lot of people actually haven't watched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but that's on them. That's like their those fault. People, but yeah, it was hilarious. I loved it. <sighs> okay, well, who is your crush of the week? Mm, my crush of the week, Robert Downey Jr. I was excited for you when he won. I actually loved every performance that was nominated for supporting actor. I was like, wow, they all really deserve to be there, but I'll always stand RDJ first and foremost. And I really liked his speech too. His speech was great. And so like self-aware. Yes. I loved that when he was like, oh, when he's like, yeah, they said I was surprisingly subtle or something (laughs) like that. I was like, this is hilarious. And I also really loved that cast is so big. And the only people he shouted out by name were Emily and Florence. And I was like, yeah, this is, that's my guy. Um, So yeah, loved him. Looked amazing. And I also just crack up. There's so many things lately of him walking next to Killian. And Killian makes him look tall, which is just really funny. <laughs> R D J is short really king.
1: interesting. How tall is
0: Killian? I think he's like five seven. That's insane. He looks—he has tall energy. He one hundred percent has tall energy. He seems like he would be like a lanky six feet man. Yeah, but he's a little a tiny guy. Wow. Because Robert Downey Jr. is like 5'9". Robert Downey Jr. has sh- much shorter energy. Yeah. Than Killian Murphy. Weird. Um. So yeah, definitely. Who's your crush this week? There's so many I could choose
1: from. There was like yes. John Ham. We never got He was in the audience and they cut to him a little bit. There's one specific scene where he like was um like did his, put his like tongue between his teeth as like a little quirky oh. smile and I was like that was so cute. <laughs> um but I think I'm going like, to actually go with um Rami Yusuf. I he looked so cute and like I have just like loved every single he like was like hamming it up and like uh like talking to like so many different people like I saw him talking to Taylor which I loved. He's like in these really funny photos with um our favorite couple from The Americans uh mm-hmm. whatever Matthew and Carrie Russell and just like I just like keep seeing him randomly with so many people and I'm like oh I love that and loved him in poor things as well so
0: he he was great in poor things I because I almost I didn't know how much he would be in the movie when I saw him in the trailer and he's Mm -hmm. actually in it he's like so he's a main character Mm
1: -hmm. and I
0: never thought the whole time like Rami, you know, like I, I did, but he was just believable as this other character. He was so cute and good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe the most surprise, happy surprise of the night was that poor things won. Um, comedy or musical that really surprised me. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought, I kind of thought Barbie or Color Purple. Wait, I actually think Color Purple wasn't nominated for that. Oh, which is crazy because it's like the only musical. That came out this year, really. Anyway, I I actually thought Barbie was gonna win that. And, yeah, I did too. I was um, surprised. Yeah, so that was I was surprised, and this is what kind of makes me intrigued for Oscars a little bit. I agree. It's very
1: interesting. I'm. It was like almost like everything won that I wanted to win, um, but didn't like Barbie like basically won nothing except for cinematic. Masterpiece or whatever that
0: <laughs> weird yeah, new the, thing was—the money award. Well, it's yeah. funny because it's like they were talking about this this on Who Weekly. They were like, "Well, isn't it just like we know who's going to win? It's whoever made the most money." Mm-hmm. And they did, and so, congrats! Like <laughs> here you go. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that was interesting. I it was kind of interesting when they won that. Margot and Greta's speech was so beautiful i did cry and you it did kind of feel like they're giving their one speech that they're gonna give of the night you know yeah so it's kind of it's good that they 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 did that for that award even though i really thought they were gonna win more
1: awards yeah it's pretty wild wild year yeah. really really movies movies are back movies are back and i'm so glad I need to watch The Holdovers. That's the one movie that w- one that I... And The Boy yes. and the Heron. Those are the two movies that I need to watch that one.
0: Oh, and Ricky Gervais. Comedy Oh, special. yeah, definitely. Oh, my gosh. When they were showing the <laughs> clips, and it was like... Uh, I was like, I'm not laughing at any single one of these things. Which, and- why did they show clips of
1: all of them, but they didn't show clips of any of the other nominated um,
0: nominations?
1: Like... What? So that didn't make any weird.
0: sense. It was, and those clips were long. Yes, it was like this. This is not funny out of context. Why are you making us sit through this entire clip? It was, and awkward. of course Ricky Gervais' whole clip was like, "Oh, I, I say these things I'm not supposed to say." It's <laughs> like, wow, you're so cool. No one else <laughs> does that. Ooh. Uh, so embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Well but all right it was yeah crazy night but i liked the awards and the people so yeah
1: i love i love awards what can i say it was weird but it was fun and gave us so much good internet content to consume
0: yeah and i'm grateful
1: very all right well we will catch you next week bye bye